Looking for a way to level up your coaching and win more? Get better fast with GMS Plus. GMS Plus is your on-demand source for the best, most proven volleyball courses, drills, stats, videos, tips, and much more. Learn from some of the game's winningest coaches and players, including Heather Olmsted, Keegan Cook, John Spraw, Mike Wall, and Courtney Thompson. I've learned a great deal from Gold Medal Squared, as have many of our guests. Whether you're trying to win a state championship or an Olympic gold medal, GMS Plus will help you get there. And we have a Coach Your Brains Out code for listeners. To get 20% off an annual subscription, go to goldmedalsquared.com slash CYBO and enter the code CYBO. That's goldmedalsquared.com slash CYBO. Welcome to Coach Your Brains Out, the show that explores learning from the top minds in volleyball and beyond. With your hosts, John Mayer, Billy Allen, Andrew Fuller, and Nils Nielsen. All right, we're going to try out this new series on the podcast, and uh, maybe it'll be a potential uh, future episodes, and we'll do more of it, but we'll see how this goes. So the, the idea is it's a critical thinking game. And it's a way for coaches to consider and ponder coaching ideas and and to re- rethink and, and reconsider what you believe. Uh, hopefully, it'll spark some new thoughts, new ideas, get you considering why you believe what you believe when it comes to coaching your team. So before we get into the game, I'll, I'll explain what it is in a minute. But I wanted to have our three guests. Three contestants? Contestants. There you go. Three contestants can just reintroduce themselves and also let us know kind of what you've been diving into, what you're considering recently when it comes to coaching. Uh, Billy, you want to start? Yeah. Coaching at Cal this year, which is a new new thing for me, coaching indoor here. I just finished slash reread um, the culture system and really enjoyed that and kind of in the process of going back through it with, with notes. And so culture has been kind of on my mind. That's what I've been learning about. Nice. Nils? Uh, Yeah, still finished up my second season at Baker University. And I've been playing with kind of the first uh, topic we're going to go into is like how much fundamentals should we be teaching block training versus uh, randomized and like game-like stuff is is, it's kind of more of all the stuff we've been talking about here. Uh, One of the things is conversations, crucial conversations, motivational interviewing, that kind of thing has been something that I've been diving into toward the end of the season. So I'm excited to learn more about that. Cool. And Mr. Fuller. Hello, John. My name is Andrew. I am in in my eighth season coaching at Stanford, coaching the beach team there. Um, And something that I've been enjoying and digging into has been looking at statistics in beach volleyball and kind of like reworking how we're seeing the game from a statistical standpoint. And uh, we are working with our sports analytics club at Stanford, which is kind of fun and uh, it's a good crew to work with. And um, I don't know, we'll see what we find going into it with pretty open eyes. Very cool. And cool to hear that you guys are all continuing to grow and challenge yourself as coaches. And that's why we do this podcast. And hopefully this this episode tonight will push you guys, uh, listeners, to, to uh, continue to grow as well. All right. So here's the game. So the game is there are seven spots. You know, you could do this in person or obviously we're here on Zoom. So we're just going to claim a spot uh, that you can choose between. So one spot would be strongly agree. Another would be agree. 
a third would be slightly agree, and then there's a neutral, and then there's the other side of uh, slightly disagree, disagree, and strongly disagree. Mm. So I'll say a claim. You'll tell me through the chat what your uh, so you're not influenced by the other people what your spot is on that that spectrum, and then we'll have a discussion about it. And at any time, you can change. Uh, if you hear something that changes your mind, say you know you can change to a different spot, and uh, hopefully. You'll have a better sense after this of uh, understanding why you believe what you believe. Any questions? Let's do it. Hearing, hearing, do hearing it. None. Hearing none. Okay. So the first claim that we will consider, and you can write to me, just to me in the chat. In youth sports, the fundamentals should be the top priority at practice. So one more time. In youth sports, the fundamentals should be the top priority in practice. John, I've submitted my answer to you. Getting some answers in. Okay. Waiting for one more. All right, cool. We have a little bit of uh, different spots, which makes it more fun. Okay, so we have Nils Nilsson is on slightly agree. And we have Billy Allen and Andrew Fuller on disagree. So let's start with Nils. So Nils, why do you slightly agree that in youth sports, the fundamentals should be the top priority at practice. I probably slightly agree uh, because it probably shouldn't be the top priority. Um, I think it definitely depends on age group, but I think the probably one of the most important things, if not the top, is making sure the kids are enjoying the game. Hmm. So within that, I think you're going to uh, learning the fundamentals and actually learning what the game is about and how to be successful at the game is probably going to help them enjoy it more, I would assume. Um, so that's why I slightly agree, but don't strongly agree. So if it was among the top priorities, so it sounds like enjoyment would be top, but fundamentals would be near, near the top. Yeah. I think at some point learning the fundamentals will lead to success in the sport. And if you're having success in the sport, you're probably going to continue to enjoy that sport for a longer period of time. Got it. And what, what is, uh, what does that mean fundamentals to you? That would, that would be the question, right? It depends on the sport, probably like the, say for think, volleyball, uh, since volleyball audience, volleyball coaches here, just the basic skill, you know what I mean? Uh, not necessarily being able to complete a rally, being able to, uh, hit a ball three times in a row over the net. Um, the thing that comes to mind anecdotally is when I was coaching, um, at the middle school level, <clears throat> we realized pretty quickly that if we just bumped the the ball back over and won, we could win up more games than if we tried to actually play volleyball. But what ended up happening was we wanted to actually teach the kids the sport so that as they came from the middle school level to those upper levels that you want to be able to hit the ball three times. We want to pass, set, hit. And so we wanted to teach them that rather than just try to bump the ball over so we could win. And so we had to teach them that we kind of changed some things so that that was the focus rather than just winning the game. It's interesting. I want to go to Fuller, Andrew Fuller next. Um, when I hear that, the way you're describing, it, I hear like tactics, like pass. We got to learn how to have three touches. I think of something a little different than like fundamentals. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it'd be good to get more clarity on like defining what this is. Uh, that's a good start. Fuller, uh, why are you that? You why do you disagree? And maybe you could go into what fundamentals means to you. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, defining what fundamentals are. So I, I think when I think of fundamentals, it's like how 
maybe like most people pass a volleyball or like how most people set a volleyball. Um, I think they're outliers for everything that we do in a sport. Um, but I don't think that that's necessary to like get the ball rolling, so to speak. Um, I think when you are introducing kids to a new game, let's say they're new to any game. I think you give like the bare minimum of rule explanation. Like if you're explaining a card game, you don't explain like every X, Y, Z scenario that can happen. Mm. Well, in, in my, I don't know. That's my take is that you, you kind of say like, this is generally what we're going to do. You know, there's a net, don't touch the net and you can have up to three contacts. Okay. We're going to serve from here. Boom. Get, get the play going. And then, you slowly start to introduce either more rules or um, talk about some ideas of like, I think what Nils is talking about with tactics um, and you start kind of like layering on their experience and um, how they're, you know, expressing themselves in the game. But I, I, I don't, I think you talk about like, Hey, here's, here's the game. Here are the, constraints is you know a nice like tidy way of of saying the rules that you have the boundaries that you have um and okay here's how the the other team's gonna try and win within those rules here's how we can win within those rules and it's like like if we rewind the clock way back to the beginning of volleyball no one knew what fun- the fundamentals were because it was just a game that was invented and here are the rules. And then people slowly started to find ways of doing things. And we still can see people continue to evolve how they're doing things. Mm-hmm. So fundamentals may not, I don't even know if that like exists really. Cause mm-hmm. I'll um, take fundamentals. <laughs> is, do we, do I get like a, um, What's that show on ESPN? Around the points. Yeah, do I get points for it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Okay, so so you explain the rules. It sounds like explaining the constraints. The you know you're not allowed to double the ball when you set it. The net. You're allowed to use three touches. Here's the boundaries, and then you go out and the kids start kicking the ball. mm -hmm. What what would you what would you do then? Um, If they want to kick the ball, um, then I think you let them play with it if they're having fun. Cool. No, that's fair. Billy, you're also... Nils, all... you, is Nils shaking his head? We'll, we'll go to him. We'll go back to him. Oh uh, Billy, you're also on disagree. Uh, why Why do you disagree? The claim, again, is in youth sports, the fundamentals should be the top priority at practice. Um, I think fundamentals you know, can be very important, and that's a cool role for the coach to, to bring those in. Um, I disagree because it says top priority. And just judging from my seven-year-old's basketball practice, where that was the top priority, they practiced for an hour and for 55 minutes, it was bounce passing to each other and chest passing to each other and dribbling around the gym. Um, And just that didn't look like a productive practice to me or very fun. So that's why. That kind of lines up with Nils was saying too, that seems like fun should be the first one. Yeah, I think you know it's really important to have fun and exposure to the game. I just think you can teach it all. You got you can teach those skills through the game and actual playing situations. Hmm. Um, you know, so I wouldn't say fundamentals are the top priority. Nils, did anything you hear get you to consider not not going like 
three lines, but just one line over either way. No, I think if anything, it strengthened my thought process. Cool. That's awesome. Why? Why? Well, I just think if you're, when, when you're learning a sport, there, there are certain skills within that sport that are going to lead to success, right? In the sport. So you're playing the sport. You're like, oh, this is really fun. And then some kid or some team comes along that just absolutely smashes you. And you're like, well, what, what's going on here? And you're like, oh, they're, they're better passing and they know how to set and they can actually hit the ball. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, how like how do I do that? You know, that's going to be what ends up happening. Those are the questions I think that ends up happening. And so it's like, yeah, Billy's seven year old. That that practice does seem pretty sucky. And if you're teaching the fundamentals, but it's not fun and engaging, and it's not leading to success in the sport, then now what are we doing? But I do think like if you want to be if you want to be good at volleyball, you have to learn how to pass. Now there's ways to do that. You can experiment within that of different ways to, to figure out the most efficient, most consistent way to be able to be, uh, to repeat the skill, but you still have to learn how to pass. So passing in volleyball is a fundamental skill. So let's learn how to do that. If you want to be successful at it now, can you do it in a fun way? Yeah. Can you engage the kids if and 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 lead them and and layer on top? I think it's a bit of a moving target because if you walk into the uh, the you know Karch Karaz gym, they're working on passing. It's a fundamental skill. They're pretty damn good at it, but they're still working on it to try to master it. If you walk into uh, introduction to volleyball, one of the first things you're going to introduce the kids to is how to pass, mm-hmm. right? And so I think there are within that. There's a lot you can do, but that is a fundamental skill that you want to have to learn. And the better you are at that, that's going to lead to success in the sport. So you I can't, you can't spell that. fundamental without fun. That's right. No, that's what. Perfect. Exactly. Well, and then there's also my favorite quote, which is fundamentals are the crutch of the talentless. So I slightly agree because if you have a team that's full of talent, you don't have to work on fundamentals, right? So why, why aren't you on agree then? Why do you only slightly agree? Well, because of the way it was worded, the top priority. Uh, uh, I don't think it should be the top priority. I think it's one of the mm, important priorities. I would word the question. I feel like the word, the wording of the question baited me into that. So slightly agree. So it sounds like you think you can be learning the fundamental skills and it can still be fun. And so, so maybe you can hit both of those priorities. Sure. And if you want to move, like at first you're learning then you're trying to improve. And at some point you're trying to master, like, mm-hmm. but those are, those are fundamentals of whatever skill you want. That's going to help. Got it. Okay. Billy, you won, Sean. Well, oh, there's no winners. It's just getting oh, to okay. getting to know yourself and getting a, a better understanding of what you believe. All right. Actually let's, let's update the claim. I want you guys to write, write me to this one um, in the chat. The best way to learn the fundamentals is from coach instruction. The best way to learn the fundamentals is from coach instruction. Do you agree? Slightly agree? Disagree? Neutral? Looks like a lot of thinking. All right, so we got uh, Andrew Fuller is on neutral. Billy Allen is on slightly disagree. And Nils is on slightly agree. Interesting. Okay, so we're in new spots. Andrew, why why are you on neutral? That the best way to learn the fundamentals is from coach instruction. 
Um, I think there's a blend of explicit and implicit feedback um, that can help a player learn a skill, whether you want to call that a fundamental or whatever it may be. Um, so I think that there can be utility in a coach explicitly explaining um, perhaps a better way for a player to accomplish a task or a problem, solve a problem. Um, and then you can kind of then push that into a more implicit environment that is like constraints driven. Um, so I think that depending on a player's experience level, um, understanding of themselves and how they're moving, um, it, that's going to kind of dictate or or maybe lead you into one end of explicit versus implicit, not versus. So, like, so is this yeah. correct if I'm saying this right? So for certain players, certain situations, you think direct instruction, coach instruction will be helpful in learning the skills or fundamentals. And for another player, maybe an implicit environment could be a more effective way. And because of those that variety that that leaves you sitting in the middle is that, is that mm -hmm. right okay yeah cool uh billy why do you slightly disagree that the best way to learn the fundamentals is from coach instruction well i just disagree because there are players that have never had a coach that are pretty good at sport so it can't really be that um but i only slightly disagree because i do think coaches depending on the feedback they give i guess obviously have a huge impact in helping players learn so that's where i'm at what if a, a player has a a coach that um, tells gives them lots of instruction and it's the wrong sort of instruction? Right. That's another reason I would degree, disagree. Okay. So in that, that scenario, would it move you further, I guess? Yeah. The, the type of feedback um, is really important, right? And the so type of the, the who, the who the coach is. So like if it was you or Andrew, like there's a big variety there on how much you're helping yeah. the player. Yeah, so we won't figure out which one was better or worse. Okay, Nils, you are on slightly agree. Uh, why do you slightly agree? Because I'm a coach, and I hope that I'm slightly important. <laughs> I think it sounds like Billy and I are pretty close uh, to in agreement with like that perspective. Uh, I made a rule for myself that I was not going to allow myself to be neutral on anything today. So I was either going to make a stand one way or the other. Um, and I we slightly, <laughs> well, I slightly agree because I think again, um, I operate under the assumption. So volleyball, we, like Andrew said, back in the day, we didn't know much and everybody had to figure some stuff out. So I know from, from, my own experience, I'm standing on the knowledge of other people and other people shared that knowledge with me and how to teach some of these or learn some of these fundamental skills that seems to have worked for me. So I would assume that some of the knowledge that has been passed down is sound and works. So I would try to continue to pass that down. And the reason I slightly agree is I think it's a moving target. Some kids are going to be curious and want the instructions. Some kids are going to be like, well, leave me alone and let me figure it out. 
so I think it's, it's, it's always going to be some sort of moving target. I don't think it's always going to be the best thing for every player. I think in, in some cases, in a lot of cases, especially early on, I'm, I'm thinking like introduction, very like volleyball one-on-one situation where you have uh, players that just don't have any instruction or just learning. I think that want to know how to do it correctly or how to hold their hands or something like that would be beneficial and uh, get the ball rolling quicker. So Andrew, you got to hear two different sides of this. Did either of them sway you one way? Did did you are, are you still on neutral? I think I think they're both valid, and I think that's why I'm saying put. They're both tugging at my heart, and it leaves me in the, in the middle. Billy, do you think they're both valid? Well, can you go back to the question? What was the <laughs> the best way? the The claim is the best way to learn the fundamentals is from coach instruction. See, I think I go back to the idea of like learn, improve, slash mastery. That's I've just made that up. So I have no idea if that's actually a good way to think about it. But when you're first I guess, learning, yeah, you want some I guess, instruction to help me out. The the way that the stance is worded would lead me to slightly disagree. <clears throat> because by 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 saying it's the best way, I, I disagree that it's the best way. I I agree that it's a way. Um, so but, let me ask you this. Do you think mm-hmm. if you put, do you play piano, Andrew? Oh, I don't. I do. Now, so, so, okay. Well, okay. So Billy, you're out. So I also do not play piano. If I got an instructor and took lessons and you just sat in front of a piano and played and tried to figure it out, who could learn quicker? Um, I, would, I would argue that the person that's getting coached. For, I would say like for some people, for sure. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know much about music, but I'm guessing that there are some people who can just kind of. I'm not trying start, to change your mind. I'm trying to going. win the argument here. <laughs> that's, that's the only, how many points do I have, John? Am I winning or not? Uh, you have six points. Uh, I can't tell you how many points the other people have. Oh. Um, Billy, what, what evidence would you need? Or like what data, if we could, I'm not, not saying I have, like a body of evidence, let's say I have, I was able to get some sort of study to show you what would move you to disagree. That, um, I guess the groups that didn't have any coach instruction outperform the groups with coach instruction. What would be an example of non-coach instruction? It could be modeling. So you watch some video of top players doing something. Um, Mm -hmm. it could be just like full-on experimentation without a coach and just like, you know, non-structured play, like, you know, mm-hmm. people that play pickup basketball or volleyball, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And I think if that led to more than it, uh, just a coach's words or however the other side would be, that would convince me. Nils, if Billy did have that evidence available, would that convince you to move a line towards neutral? Yeah, for sure. That would, yeah, absolutely. So if you saw that, like it was like um, peer-reviewed and, you trusted that then what would it would not be the first time i was incorrect in my beliefs is this where you're gonna punk us are you gonna punk <laughs> us right now john me no i also think it's interesting like what is coach instruction because like if a team right. is giving you instruction is that coach instruction if you watch a youtube video is that coach instruction <clears throat> yeah no those are not i would say those are not coach instruction then i'd be even more agree disagree then Coach instruction would be the coach saying, this is how to do the fundamental. Right. 
And I just to counter Niels's thing, uh, obviously I think piano is different than volleyball, but like, you know, I'm sure in skateboarding or anything, there's, there's people that don't have coaches and just have other people to model off and that learn a lot. Andrew, go back to you one more time, just to finish this. Is there anything you heard to move you one way or the other towards, uh, slightly, slightly disagree or towards slightly agree? I think I would probably move further, um, to disagree. Um, I was kind of putting like showing video of a, you know, a top player, um, as Mm. like explicit coach instruction, like, Hey, watch, watch this, you know, even if it's just like really open, like, Hey, watch this match. Um, so I guess if you kind of decouple those things and take, you know, showing someone, um, away from like explicit coach feedback then yeah i'd move towards disagree all right why don't we end it there hopefully that was helpful hopefully got you guys uh yeah got me thinking got to hear each other it was good who won